What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! How did this fly get in there? Somebody got a fly swatter? Yeehaw! Uh, the it was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we never get used to it. We never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No! It was a nice little distraction like from talk. the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show! It is. Good morning, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. little thing we call Flame Tech Football Friday. And boy, I don't know why attention tend, uh, tend to flare, Lynch, on these Fridays. Maybe it's you. It probably is. Maybe it's you. The Hall of Fame Rough Rider broadcaster. Uh, a nice, quiet broadcast. John Frenzy is with us here today. We There's a bit of a... Um, Paul over the program today. There's breaking news this morning. Hank Aaron, who endured racist threats with stoic dignity during his pursuit of Babe Ruth, but went on to break the career Major League Baseball home run record, passed away early this morning. He was 86 years of age. All kinds of tributes will be pouring in for Hammer and Hank. That's what's new today on this Friday, episode number 406 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. Um, It is hour two of the show, hour one for you if you're just joining us on Game Plus across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Uh, Tori Gurley was with us, our NFL insider in hour one, and... In hour two here, Jeff Reinbold will be joining us. He is the special teams coordinator of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but he'll be joining us. He's also host of the NFL show on Fox Sky Sports. And a year ago, a year ago, Reinbold was in Miami getting ready for Super Bowl 54. Now Super Bowl 55 is in a couple weeks' time, and we are going to find out this weekend who the combatants are. The comments are coming in already. Just, Just, if I may... Thomas Abbott watching Tank Abbott. He says, one year without the CFL is bad enough. The CFL has to stop being a bunch of slouch pussies and get back at it. Great show today, Rod and Frenzy. That's a lynch term, a right. slouch pussy. Right. And what is that? I don't know what it is. A guy says like You this. said it was a cat. A but with a cat like that on his lap. <laughs> and lays in the corner. Lays That's what you corner, said. Yeah. <laughs> so there is some CFL news that we'll get to, but let's jump into the quick six show topics. Please, Director Jordan, before we go any further. Thank you. Uh, Number one, the NFC and AFC Conference Championship Games go this weekend. Uh, By times, 2 p.m. Central on Sunday is the NFC Championship Game featuring Tom Brady and the Buccaneers against the Green Bay Packers. And then at 5.20 Central, it is the AFC Championship between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. We're just talking about some game notes and so forth and the point spreads. The Packers are favored by 3.5 at home at Lambeau over the Bucs. And the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes declared as the starting quarterback for the game after being concussed last week 
has been declared the starter for Kansas City, who's favored by three over the Buffalo Bills. I don't understand, Lynch, the timing of the games. I would have thought the Brady-Rogers game would be prime time. Unless the NFL is just thinking, you're all going to be watching anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, that's not what they're thinking. They, they're, doing, they're trying to cater to Kansas City, I guess, and, and uh, Buffalo. It looks like that to me because definitely the primetime game should be the Buffalo, would be uh, uh, Green Bay and uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, it's going to be a great football game. Two of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the league, and uh, boy, it's going to be a dandy game. But I think the one that has the most chance of being an upset is Tampa Bay, or, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo because of People like uh, Josh Allen for Buffalo is just playing great now. He runs well, throws the ball well, got a re- great receiver, great trade in the offseason, pick up Stephen Diggs uh, from, from Minnesota, sensational receiver, and this team is going all out there on a winning way, very strong defense. Well, those are our point one game notes for the conference championships. Point two, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who will be the Super Bowl teams? You've got all four. We're down to the final four. And winning the poll on Twitter with 39% of the vote, they're saying Packers, Bills. I don't like it because I personally have said Buccaneers, Chiefs. And on Facebook, what do we got? 33% leading. They're saying the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs, which incidentally, our director of scouting, Craig Smith, said way back in week one of the NFL season. Remember when they kicked off? Yeah. Banjo Bowl weekend. He said it would be Chiefs and Packers. Well, we're one Sunday away from that being the case. We'll find out. Point three, Thursday night NHL leftovers. Where are you at, Winnipeg? Let's hear from the Jets fans. They went into Ottawa, and they – had their way with the Senators 4-1 last night. And I'm very impressed. Uh, they came back to beat the Sens in overtime the night before or the game before. And Paul Maurice, this is what we're starting to see with the Winnipeg Jets. They can play any way you want. They hadn't had a lead in games. They'd had some poor starts. And their head coach, Paul Maurice, says, we got to address our starts. And we don't know how we play with a lead because we've never had one. Well, they did last night. They posted a wire-to-wire victory at the nation's capital. And then the Sens and Jets will meet Saturday night at 9 p.m. at Bell MTS Center. It's odd, but nobody's going to be there anyways, Frenzy, as you know, because the, the buildings are empty. So that was one of the games from Thursday night that was impressive to me. The other was the Montreal Canadiens, of course, spanking the Vancouver Canucks. What was the final? 7-2 out of GM place? Rogers place, sorry. And... I don't know, one night after euphoria with Vancouver getting off the snide, winning in a shootout, they fall at home heartily. So, again, it's been a week since I saw you. Isn't this NHL All-Canadian Division Christmas every night? Yeah, just about, yeah, quite something. Really unique. Give them credit for figuring that out and coming up with the idea and the concept and getting the season going, eh? That's why I said where the Jets fans at. Jeff in Winnipeg. Jeff Cabellos writes in. He says, when they get Line A back in DeMello, look out. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And from our director of scouting, Craig Smith, who's an original Winnipegger, he says, go Jets. A point four is there are eight NHL games tonight. And the big ones for me and for most of you is the Edmonton Oilers at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oilers went in there and won the other night 3-1. Will the Leafs turn the tables? They're going to have to do it without Big Joe, Jumbo Joe, Joe Thornton. Breaking news this morning, he's going to be out four weeks with a rib injury. Suffered on an innocent hit the other night against the Oilers. But that's one thing when you have older players, you run this risk. They get hurt more easier. 
Seven more game easily. league, and they see a lot of each other. Is that yeah. Good? Well, and Clark's telling me Austin Matthews is out tonight as well, so the Leafs are going to have to dig deep. Thank you for that. So there are a lot of breaking news uh, on this Friday here as we roll along. And then my Vegas Golden Knights going on the road for the first time visiting the Arizona Coyotes, so that'll be a fun one to watch. Point five, Tim and Sid is going to be down to Tim and blank. Sid Sixero was announced yesterday, leaving the longtime Sportsnet show, Tim and Sid. We kicked this an hour, around an hour ago with uh, Darren DuPont. I'm not sure if John Frenzy has any thoughts on that. Two very close friends of mine from years ago. We were SCORE alumni, or we are SCORE alumni together. We all worked at the SCORE. Um, we're talking about what they should do. I just think they should immediately say, Tim and Arash, move on, if Arash Madani wants it. Although... I know Arash likes to travel and cover his Super Bowls and his World Series and his Indian Wells Opens and those kinds of things, but Darren thinks that they will have a American Idol-style The Voice competition to see who will be the replacement for Sid Sixera. Who's moving on to breakfast television I thought he was Toronto. getting a bit bored, Tim. Getting a bit bored with the show. I mean, easy to get. You know what it's like. Hey, doing day after day after day. Yeah. And it's a Here I show. don't get bored, but in past jobs I have. Yeah. Yes. So I get it. And I, I, I thought, so thought the other guy was taking the, most of the headlines away from my thought at the end here. So he just said, hey, hey, enough of that. On to something else. Yeah, on to something else. Things keep moving. Right. Uh, point six, NFL head coaches. The coach openings are dropping like flies. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have hired Nick Sirianni as their head coach. The New York Jets have hired Robert Sala as their head coach. Did I say that right? No. Well, I think so. Sala. It's a Muslim name, and I apologize. He's the first ever Muslim head coach in the NFL. That's on me that I don't know how to pronounce it. I'll look into it, and I'll get it right. But Nick Sirianni really had only real, a lot of experience in the NFL the last two years as, as a coordinator for, uh, for Indianapolis. So I don't know if he's a good choice for Philadelphia. They came and asked everybody, as you know, and they couldn't get anybody. This is a Compromise choice? I guess that's not the way to say it, but that's the way I feel. He's a compromise choice. Well, Good guy, but his lack of experience has got to be questioned. Chargers hiring Brandon Staley as their new head coach. The Detroit Lions hiring Dan Campbell as their new head oh, coach. Oh, that guy. Did you who, see him? Who's threatened to bite the kneecaps off their opponents. Like, uh, I'm just he, sitting he, there going, really? Really? He's crazy. acted crazy last night. Big guy. <laughs> seen him before. Impressive guy. I thought eventually... Uh, when he was a Phil, uh, back uh, sub-coach about three years ago, he eventually would be a head coach, and now he is with the Detroit Lions. And although that press conference was crazy the way he acted, I think it needs something like that in Detroit because they've had too many nice guys. Need uh, some attitude. Yeah. Need some bite. Too, too many nice guys. Well, they got it. And with Urban Myers being hired in Jacksonville, there's now the, the critics are out saying too many white head coaches in the National Football League. And I'll repeat what I said an hour ago. I'm out on that. I just I don't see color. If I'm hiring, I'm hiring the best person. And I just I'm uncomfortable even talking about it because I I don't know. So many people get so hot and bothered on this and for good reason. But it's not something that, fortunately, I've ever had to deal with. From Colin in Ottawa, he's, well, this doesn't help. He says, Rod, our head coach's name is pronounced Saleh. Is that what it is? Saleh? Yeah, Saleh. Okay, fair. So those are the quick six show topics. There is um, breaking news from the Canadian Football League today. 
The CFL's combine is going virtual for 2021. Testing, football drills, and interviews conducted remotely through video will replace the traditional in-person gathering of young prospects and football personnel from the league's nine member clubs. That doesn't surprise me that they were going to have to do that. I'm glad that they are having a combine because I think they scrapped last year's like a day or two into it because of the pandemic. So that's what's happening in the CFL from that perspective. We had launched, if you are just tuning in this week, earlier this week, we're going to do a daily CFL report. And within hours, we had a sponsor for it. And next week, you're going to hear from whom that sponsor is. I mean, I, I, but the question, every people were writing in here on viewer takeover saying, what about free agency? Who's coming? Who's going? And I just personally am speaking here is I don't care about that. I want to know if the CFL is going to be on the field. All week long, I've been saying they got to play. They got to play. They got to play. It's lining up to play. They're slashing salaries left and right. This is lining up with there's not going to be fans. There's no way there's going to be fans. So they're going to have to get increased sponsorships to cover the payroll, and they're going to be on the field. And then I see an interview with Wade Miller on CBC Winnipeg, the president of the Blue Bombers saying that they expect there to be fans. It just sounded to me like there's plan A, plan A, and plan A. Yeah. That's to have fans. I don't believe there's going to be fans. They top top <laughs> medical officials, health officials of Manitoba are saying it's a dream. It's a pipe dream by Wade Miller if they think they're going to have fans in the stands in 2021 in the CFL. So my thinking is I don't want to talk about where Charleston Hughes is going. We're going to probably have to in the weeks ahead. But what I want to talk about is how they're going to get on the field without fans. And it's kind of ruffled some feathers. We've had some stakeholders right into the program today and say, no, Rod, they're going to play. All I'm saying is, tell me how. Okay, Frenzy, you've been dying to talk about this. What's your take? Well, pretty well what yours is. they got to tell us what they're going to do. I mean, we think they've been working on it. A couple of big meetings, we understand. But nothing really relevant's come out except the issuing of that, of that schedule a month ago. So we hope that it's going to happen, but I know there's still a lot of doubt out there. And uh, like in being in Saskatchewan here, if they don't play this year, that'd be two years in a row. That beautiful stadium, only be five years old, hasn't been in use. And that's true. Not good for football from a revenue point of view for the stadium and for fans and football interest. But I tell you right now, my own experience is surprisingly – Wherever I've been going and at home and getting phone calls, there are a lot of people who care about football and want to go to games this year. So there's a lot of fans out there. We know that. There's 30,000 fans for the Rough Ride out there. You get a good football game in Saskatchewan at Mosaic Stadium, the place is packed. And the same would continue. I don't know how long it would take, but it would continue. But we've got to get going on it. And I'm sure I just don't want them to give in like they did last year when they found it. The deadline date they had for one date was not good enough. They'd up it. No, that wasn't good enough. They can't meet that one. And they found the third one. They finally said, we can't do it at all. We're giving in. And I hope it doesn't go like that this year. All right. Frenzy's thoughts. Frenzy's hot take right there. One of our viewers, our VP of Sim Events, Nelson Hackowitz, has written in and says, Ellingson to Saskatchewan. Well, Nelson, I'm sorry, but I'm going to need a source. I've just, text, uh, just checked the Rough Riders Twitter. There's nothing on there. I just checked... Justin Dunk's Twitter, there's nothing on there. I'm going to need a source. Ellingson to Saskatchewan means nothing to me, unless you tell me where you're hearing it and why, unless you're the insider, unless you've seen Greg Ellingson walking into Mosaic Stadium and signing a deal. And listen, I understand how much fun the whole free agency talk is. We were mentioning last hour that Charleston Hughes is in the building here 
but doing something else with one of our other companies. We're not bringing him on the air, but you, you Lynch, were like jumping up and down when you I heard that. I want to go talk to him. Charleston Hughes. Okay, so if you could talk to Charleston Hughes, and maybe you can when you leave, what would you ask him? What's he going to do this year? I want him here. You're a great guy. You got a business in Regina, so I know you like Regina. We want you here. What's happened? He's ticked off. They're not playing, paying him enough. He's upset about being asked to take a cut that is substantial. And uh, if there's ever an exception, it's him. He's a leader, a winner out there. And all you guys on that rider executive, they're just going nuts because you've got to have a bit cheaper. Guys got to come cheaper. Cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. Each player's got to come cheaper. That may not be the case. You can't do it sometimes because some of these top stars won't do it. They'll just get ticked off and go somewhere else. And a guy like this guy is a game changer. He makes a game changer. He cares about things here. And he puts a lot of pressure on quarterbacks and, contain, and can change the way a game's going. He's a major, major star. Yeah, major star. Uh, from what I'd heard, he had told somebody that he and the Riders are not in the same ballpark yeah. financially. You heard that too, right? That yeah. was from this morning. Yeah. Charleston, I haven't seen him. But he had talked to somebody in here and said he and the Riders aren't in the same ballpark. Now, I don't know how the Riders are allocating their money. And quite frankly, that's their business. But over in Winnipeg, Willie Jefferson took this massive pay cut down down to reported $205,000 a year. Charleston Hughes wasn't even making 205000 the last season they played, and he's got better numbers. Although Willie was the defensive player of the year in the Canadian Football League, I'm just saying the two are almost even talents, and Charleston's being asked to take far, far, far less, and you wonder why he might be upset. Charleston Hughes is a difference maker and one of the great players in this league. If he's not with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and he put somebody else in there, we're going to get a bunch of Milani stuff about the kid they put replacing him is good. And they think he's got a lot of potential. Well, and the years go by, and, and he might be good enough to, to do it. From our be. viewers, we're going to viewer takeover a little early, and I know we've got to get to a break here, and we will bring in Jeff Reinbold. Mark Zosel says, if no fans in the past two seasons, I bet some people will find use of their money for entertainment in the future. The sports teams don't believe that is a thing. No. I disagree. I'm with you, Mark. But the teams don't think that's a thing. Greg Clevgard, one of the viewers, from he's a P1, says the reality of the CFL is no fans equals no games. Yep. Well, I would be heartily, heartily, heartily disappointed if that was the case when we see other leagues playing. Yep. But we're going to talk NFL. Next uh, segment with Jeff Reinbold. You are watching the RP Show. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the National Football League. You're watching on Game Plus Television as well as daily on YouTube and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday on the RP Show. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. Just ahead of Jeff Reinbold, Dougal Cameron, Stampeders fan watching in Calgary, says the NFL is playing playoffs in front of some fans already in some jurisdictions in January. If we can't go into stadiums by August, this country is going to be in a world of hurt. Have you not noticed that Canada, Canadian health officials are not lock, looking at America as uh, laying, being trailblazers? Our attitude to COVID controls is a 180 from America, and it's not changing. So don't think that 
the government in Canada is looking at NFL stadiums going, oh, they're doing it. We can do it because they're not. It's not changing. From Hall of Fame Rough Rider equipment manager Norm Fong, he says, Rod, if the CFL plays this season with no fans, they will lose so much money that it will be almost impossible to play in 2022. Just my opinion from Fongo. Michael Willoughby says, Nelson, you can't put a proclamation without a source. Thank you, Michael. You told him, so I don't have to. Hope he's right. Uh, What's up with Jeff Reinbold, guys? Okay, Frenzy has uh, some thoughts he'd like to get out on the passing of Warren Woods. The sports fans across this country saw the outpouring of uh, sympathy to the Woods family. A Hall of Fame broadcaster out of Saskatchewan here out of the uh, Queen City passed away because of a battle with COVID on Wednesday. I think Clark's busy getting Jeff Reinbold ready. If you guys are able to put up a photo of Warren Woods from yesterday, great. If not, this is unscheduled. But I know, Frenzy, you were good friends with John, uh, sorry, with Warren Woods. Your thoughts? Well, great guy. Really a good guy. Just a real nice guy. Pleasant all the time. Smiling. I don't do that. He's wonderful. I mean, he's smiling all the time, enjoying life. I really like the guy. And what what's, is so amazing about him, as far as I can see, he didn't have one enemy. And nobody in the sports business was, uh, was going to stick a knife in him like it is for guys like you and I, Rod. Uh, he is just an unbelievable guy. Uh, very, very pleasant guy. Did a great job on the air. Uh, a type of guy you'll miss. He was great for Regina and just a real good guy. And it's a, it's a sad thing that happened. Thank you. Thank you. Very well said. Boy, lots going down today. Todd Pinkney, one of our viewers, writes in, says Antonio Brown is officially out for Sunday's game, as per Ian Rappaport. That does not help matters for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they've done it most of the year without A.B., and even when he was in the lineup, he wasn't doing much. Yeah. They can beat the Packers without Antonio Brown. I hope so, but I don't know. Colin in uh, Ottawa says, for most American states, they have silently adopted a herd immunity strategy in respect to the pandemic. Yeah, I know. I'm watching too. I'm watching all the games. What I'm saying is they're not adopting that in Canada. It's not, it's not changing. And incidentally, I've been warned. I got the uh, zip it rod on your anti-COVID controls comments, or you'll be sorry. And I'm not going to say who told me, but I've been let know in very uncertain terms. So I was kind of looking at these comments from Wade Miller, and I've known these football executives my whole life. It just feels like he's trying to strong-arm health officials into saying, we're going to have fans. That's our plan. Now, Clark was telling me that the Edmonton Football Club has tweeted out a five-minute interview with their president, Chris Presson, where he dispels the notion the CFL has not been proactive with getting on the field in 2021. We don't have time to air it, but we're all looking forward to watching it when the show is over. So is this, is this what's latest on the monitor? Good to go? Okay, let's do it. We've got Ticat special teams coordinator and NFL analyst Jeff Reinbold with us. And coach, mahalo. Great to see you, my man. Your mind must have been drifting to one year ago. You were getting ready to go to South Beach and get ready for Super Bowl 54. My, what a difference from a year ago, hey? What's happening, guys? (laughs) We've never had that issue before. Not with Coach Reinbold. It's, it's been one of those days, Lynch. It sure has. Have you noticed? Oh, I sure have. I sure have. Well, you guys let me know. It's as simple as 
We've had this happen so many times with Jeff Reinbold. And shoot, I saw it happen last night watching TSN 3 with uh, Sarah Orleski trying to bring on Ray Ferraro in between periods. It happens. But do you see the Canadian government changing their mind, John? No. No, I don't. Not at all, quite frankly. They should. I hope we can get somebody to make a big presentation. I mean, I'd like to see leaders from the province go in a group. General managers, guys like the president of of our football teams, all go together to make a big presentation to the sports minister of Canada for us to get some financial aid. But I don't don't think they're going to do it. Well, you, two, three weeks ago, boldly predicted the NHL would play because they're just too big in Canada. And you know what? I thought you're all wet. And in the end, you nailed it. So I'm just kind of throwing up a Hail Mary here, asking what's your next prediction on the CFL because you nailed the NHL. I think they're going to do it somehow. They just can't do all these other things, like put that schedule out and sign people. They're all signing people. And by the way, there's some great kids out there. The draft coming up pretty soon will be very interesting. Some great kids in American, American schools. The most we've had in years. Good ones. Uh, so it, it, potential there is for a great season. We haven't talked about what kind of a season we had. It'll be a great season. And I, I think that uh, it, we'll all enjoy it. Um, just got to see one more big step by the league to go ahead and say, hey, here we go. We're all set to go. I want that. And everybody does. I'm going to jump into some Prairie Mobile text messages here from our viewers. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. And you can reach us at 306-840-8777 from Metal Shingle Guy. Writes in, he says, so the XFL in 2022 will be a fast, exciting league with new rules, new teams. CFL is finished without fans. Man, when I jumped out of bed today, I didn't think we were going to be in the middle of this. I don't. I was so positive all week long that the CFL was going to play because they would find a way to play without fans. Good old-fashioned, if there's a will, there's a way. How about becoming a farm team for the NFL? We've had that every year, eh? Uh, William May, one of our viewers, writes in and says the CFL will become a farm team for the NFL. You know why it won't? Because the CFL doesn't want it. That's why it won't. From DG in Saskatoon, he says, hey, Roddy, number one, it's Robert Sala. Rhymes with Lady Gaga. Sala. Got it? The Jets coach? Remember that, Lynch, when I can't remember it down the line. Number two. Former Regina Pat Adam Brooks on a line with Mitch Marner tonight. Hey, you know, injuries just create opportunities for the next guy. That's great. Austin Matthews and Jumbo Joe Thornton not playing for the Leafs tonight. In comes Adam Brooks, the Winnipeg product and former captain of the Regina Pats. Number three, Faisal Kamiza will replace Sid on Sportsnet. He's been the main fill-in for years. I was thinking that. I was watching Sportsnet Connected myself, and I thought, Tim and Faisal. Sounds okay. I could see that happening. What the hell is going on? Is this door opening and back? Do we have Jeff Reinbold? Do we not? (sighs) What a day. (laughs) Brady in Saskatoon. Hey, Rod. Habs win a convincing one last night. Tyler Myers with an unnecessary and dirty hit on Armia that will probably not be giving further discipline. Who do I want to win this weekend's NFL games? Packers-Bills. Who do I think will win? Packers-Chiefs. 
the 2021 Japan Olympic Games will be canceled. That's a headline on that. We are uh, six months away from the Olympics happening in Japan. And <laughs> what's bigger? What's harder to pull off? A CFL season or the world's games? <laughs> the Olympics in Tokyo. What do you think that their timeline is that they need to, oh. you know what, or get off the pot? Another month? Over in Japan. No. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. <laughs> People are getting punchy. They're getting cheeky. Well, we got uh, Kelly McDonald. As we go to viewer takeover early, in the absence of Jeff Reinbold here, he says, hey, Mr. Edmonton Prez, you can't <laughs> even name your team yet. So why voice how you feel about how the league works? They're not going to be called the Edmonton Football Club for the whole year, are they? Well, that's going to be the name. Uh, I heard that they weren't going to announce it until the spring with the new, the new Eskimos will be. My contention is, has Bel Air Direct made up their mind what the team name's going to be? Because they're the ones that forced the change. So it would save everybody a lot of time and money to just let the sponsor decide what they want. Because you let them decide to change the name in the first place. It's got to be <laughs> Eagles or Express. Uh, well, I want the elk. Uh, but some guy will get a truck full of elk and bring it to the stadium <laughs> and let them free. Go free and they'll run all over the stadium. I think it'll be the greatest thing ever. Every network will take it. No, it'll be. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's been saying this for months. They'll call him the Edmonton Elk. Somebody's going to back a horse trailer up to Commonwealth Stadium. Wait a minute. Is Commonwealth offensive? And the horse trailer will be full of elk. And Lynch says they'll fling the gate open and let these elk run all over the place. As long as nobody gets hurt, I think it'll be the greatest promotion ever. Oh, <laughs> um, Brent Coolman says, well, Rod, if you don't get Jeff on, you might need to give us a good old story to send us into the weekend. What would you like to know? What would you like to know? What story would you like? Um, William May says the CFL needs to dissolve and become a farm system for the NFL. Back to the task at hand. Back on point here. Unless I've completely misread the comments from Wade Miller to CBC Winnipeg, they are planning on having fans in the stands. And it's like everybody's turning the guns and arrows on me. Listen, don't just because I'm not buying it doesn't make me a bad person. And maybe I'm a little jaded because I've seen a few fibs told at the podium in my time. I should put it nicely. Right. Thank you. Can I say, I've seen people stand at the podium and outright lie. I'm not saying that Wade Miller is. I'm saying I'm not buying it. I want to see concrete evidence how the CFL is going to get on the field in 2021. Why is that so much to ask? Why does that make me a jerk? And not all you folks are saying it, but there are some CFL stakeholders that are getting upset on those comments. Well, Wade says that it must be true. Mandy in Edmonton says, I've never seen any lions at BC Place. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg. I don't buy it. Come on now, Wade. Guys are telling me. <laughs> oh, Mark Zosel wants to know. He says, what's your best pats on the bus story that can be told on air? I got a few of those, but they're telling me to go to break. And when we come back, we will have Jeff Reinbold ready to roll. Ty Cats, special teams coordinator. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus Television, live daily on YouTube 
and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. All right, back on track, but still having fun. Just ahead of Jeff Reinbold, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says uh, Edmonton can run an elk down the sidelines after a touchdown. It's a great idea. Leonard writes in from the 536. He says, why not jump on the bandwagon? I've never seen a tiger cat at Hamilton Stadium. Well, no time like the president. Present <laughs> at a tiger at LSU. Very famous. Live. That's a live tiger, exactly. Let's bring in Jeff Reinbold. Ticat special teams coordinator from Sky Sports NFL. How you doing, Coach Reinbold? Don't tell me he doesn't have us again. You got us, Coach? No. It is one of those days. Fortunately, I have a sports update here. Hey, Clark, you scream right in my ear. Lynch, do you want to leave? I'll leave in five minutes. Okay, now, now they tell us that we're good. Now, Coach Reinbold, let's do it again. Please. Mahalo. Do you got Sorry. it, sir? Hey, there you go. What's the deal? All right. What's, what's up? I, I have no idea. We're a long way apart, man. I guess that's what it is. Uh, well, hey, one year ago, you were heading to South Beach, and you were shadow boxing with Rob Bryant. Now look at where we are. What a crazy <laughs> year. <laughs> right? It, it has been. It has been. What are you... Okay, let's jump right into it because time is precious now. Mm-hmm. The conference championships uh, this weekend, Green Bay favored by 3.5 over Tampa. I got the Bucks, obviously, and the Chiefs favored by three over the Bills. Which game you want to start with? Well, I think the Packer game because uh, that's going to be fascinating to me to watch how this unfolds. You know, the Packers have a statistically mediocre defense, Rod, but if you watch them play, they're very opportunistic. They, You know, with the two Smiths, at outside backer, they can they can get after the quarterback, and they do create turnovers. And you know when you watch the game last week, the difference in the Tampa Bay New Orleans game certainly was the turnovers that Tampa Bay's defense got. Uh, Rodgers takes exceptional care of the ball. If you consider forty eight touchdowns, five interceptions on the season, and two of those interceptions came in the abysmal Tampa game that they played uh, at you know, on week six. So I, I really think that with the way the Packers are playing right now and the way that they ran the ball last week that, I mean, that's the number one defense in football. And they just, I mean, they gave them a clinic scored over 30 points. The only team to score 32 points in the tournament. And uh, I think Aaron Rodgers, it's his world. We just live in it. You know, I want to go back by the way. And I noticed you didn't pick a winner, but with Tampa, they weren't mistake-free, Jeff, in that game either last week against the Saints. And what that tells me is when you can play not perfect and still win against a good team on divisional playoff weekend, you must be a really good football team. Well, you know, Tom threw some balls. Brady threw some balls, Rod, that I'm sure he'd like to have back. He, he was a little long to Godwin once in the end zone. You know, Godwin wasn't able to control it as he went out of the end zone. He, he had Gronk on a deep ball he missed. And then he threw one that should have been picked for a touchdown when the game was still uh, still in doubt. So I think he's going to have to play better than he played. The thing that makes me feel good if I'm a Tampa fan is the way that, you know, that, those running backs have, have taken over. You know, uh, Fournette, after he got 
sent out of Jacksonville. Everybody said he was too fat. He didn't, he wasn't a professional, didn't do this, didn't do that. But you know what? The guys really turned it on in the playoffs. You know, he's got that nickname now, Playoff Lenny. And then you go, um, Ronald Jones is, from what I've been told, is 100% healthy. He was a li- still a little nicked with that quad last week, but they say he's 100% healthy. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Byron Leftwich and B.A. are going to run the ball against that Packer defense because they love to play small. The Packers love to play nickel. And uh, certainly against the 11 personnel stuff that Tampa does, they'll probably be in nickel the whole game. Ah, I could spend a lot of time just on this game alone. i got to ask you as the special teams guru, why have the mm-hmm. returners picked now to start fielding punts and not waving them off? I, I thought that was a little odd. I, I sat next to Sean Gale, uh, who was the captain of the 85 Bears, and he, he works with us on our crew. And I told him, I said, I'm going to stick a pencil in my eye if I see one more penalty flag on a punt return or a kickoff return. Because it was, I mean, that's the worst penalty you can have because it always puts your team, you know, in bad field position. You know, had, you know, had, had, New, or- had New Orleans got that, you know, punt return, uh, the second punt return for a touchdown, I think that completely would have changed the game. And that's, you know, I think that's where Tampa has its biggest liability. Their special teams are just very, very average. And, you know, I think for them, they're going to have to mitigate that if they're going to go any further into the tournament. All right. I got more, but John Frenzy's just jumping up and down here. Frenzy, what do you got for <laughs> Coach Reinbold? I want to talk to you about uh, Bruce. Uh, uh, Bruce. Arians. Ur- 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 Urban Bruce. Bruce Urban, Arians. Ur- Urban Wayne. I should, Urban Wayne. <laughs> Urban, Urban, Urban Meyer? Meyer? Urban Meyer, I'm trying to say. Taking over to Jacksonville. Uh, Jeff, what do you think <laughs> he's going to do when he goes to, the, to draft this year? Take looking at the quarterback well, situation. He's got three great quarterbacks there. One he knows real well, uh, Justin Hughes, and uh, the other guy, Travers Leonard was or Travers, uh, Leonard, Trevor Lawrence. George Travers Lawrence was a great quarterback with with uh, uh, Clemson. And there's the Alabama quarterback, Mac Jones, who was great too. So, will he go for a quarterback? And and how about what do you think? Uh, I think they'll go for a quarterback. I, I'll I'll throw a little this at you, Frenzy. How about Deshaun Watson? Because that is one place that has the ability with a, you know, they could trade that first round pick for Deshaun Watson. And I would, if, you know, if I was Urban Meyer, I'd float that out there and see what comes back to you because the Texans do not have a first round pick. And so they could get, uh, Trevor Lawrence is the consensus, you know, top pick in the draft at this time right now. That's before all the workouts and all the other stuff. But all the pro scouts that I talk to say Trevor Lawrence is the guy. And I know Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. So, I mean, that would be an interesting, you know, that's, that's one to chew on as, as we go through the offseason. It is a very nice fit, Deshaun Watson. He's proven. I get it. And maybe starting fresh uh, for Houston with a new quarterback and Trevor Lawrence would be a good idea. Well, I've got a, a question here from Craig Campbell. He's watching. Huge CFL fan. He's the executive director at the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto. He's got two questions for you. One, why have you stayed in the CFL for so long, Jeff, since you came in? He's got 91 pegged <laughs> with BC. Like When you could coach anywhere, what do you love about it? And two, he wants your best Las Vegas posse story. Two-parter there. Oh, boy. I tell you what. Um, to answer the first question, I, I, I have just I, – when, when I was a kid, I never dreamed of coaching in the NFL. I, I wanted to coach in the CFL. And um, I, I think we have a tremendous game. Uh, I think it's, it's a 
you know, for the job that I have as special teams coach, you can't have a better you can't have a better game because there's so many things that play into it. There's so much strategy involved. The you know the lack of fair catches, the four, you know the the rouge point, all that stuff makes being a special teams coach that much more fun. Now my best Las Vegas bossy story. Ooh, I got a bunch of those. Um, I, I I'm trying to I'm looking for one that's PG that, that I can <laughs> tell you. Um, How about practicing in a parking lot on but, dirt? Well, yeah, I mean that that was one of them because uh, Ron Meyer was the head coach and and Ron was a great great guy and he was really a character and so. I was the youngest coach on the staff at the time. He used to call me kid and Ron had his big Cadillac and he used to have this thing, why drive when one can be driven? So whenever he wanted to go someplace, he'd come into my office and go, Hey kid, come on, let's go. So I'd been there like a week and he goes, Hey kid, let's go. I'm going to show you the practice facility. And I thought we'd go out to, you know, the Thomas and Mack center. Or we'd go out to the university somewhere. Cause I knew that we we're going to, we we're going to play at their football stadium, UNLV's football stadium. And we drive and we get on the he, we, we come out of Flamingo, which is where our offices were, and we go to the Strip, and he goes, take a right. And we start heading <clears throat> down the Strip. And I'm like, what are we, I, you know, I'm thinking this. I'm not saying it. But I'm like, where, where are we going? And we get, to, we get to the Riviera Hotel, and he goes, pull in, kid. And I pulled in, and I knew lo- Ron loved to shoot crap, so I thought maybe he felt hot and he just wanted to go and throw some bones. But we pulled to the back of the, of the Riviera parking lot, Rod, and – he stops the car and he, he, he just kind of sits back in his seat and he goes, look at it. Isn't it beautiful? And all of us was a big, you know, blacktop parking lot behind the Riviera. And I said, coach, what are you talking about? And he said, the practice field. This is our practice facility. And I thought, <laughs> what in the world? But what they did, they went out and they, the next day they started construction. They took two by eight and they built like the world's biggest sandbox and they filled it with dirt. And then they put they put uh, sod on it, put up one one pair of goalposts and some metal bleachers, which you can imagine what that's like in Vegas in June. But um, and then you, if you were in the if you, if you were gambling in the Riv, you could get a chit for a margarita and a chance to come out and watch us practice. And so that's that was that was our practice facility in, for for training camp in the. In Las Vegas. And I also heard that if he was on a heater, he would have you guys start practice early because he didn't want to leave the table. Um, if it's not well, true, don't. That's th- another. That's No, that's another true story because I, I was driving. <laughs> we, were, we practiced out where, where the stadium is, which is, you know, it was probably about five, six miles away from where we where our offices were on Flamingo. And, you know, he said, kid, let's go to practice. So we're in our coaching gear. And we stopped at Sam's Town, which is a local casino on the way. He goes, kid, I feel lucky. So we go in there, and he starts rolling, and he gets hot. And then all of a sudden, there's a big crowd around the table because he's winning so much. And, you know, the, Ron loved the – he used to have this saying, uh, he, Rod, he'd say, why just show up when one can make an appearance, right? So he, he loved the attention, and he had all these people around the, the thing. And I'm looking at my watch, and I'm saying, coach, stretching starts in three minutes and he looked at me and said if they don't know how to stretch then we're really in trouble <laughs> so so he played till he he played till he started to go to lose and then we he said come on kid let's go we drove to the practice field and they were just getting out of stretching and 
it right he came onto the field like like he'd been there the whole time nobody even knew he was there late it was just it was awesome uh, and the best part is AC Anthony Calvillo says he was a rookie. He's like, he thought this was normal. This is normal CFL stuff. He thought um, Rob Peterson, one of our viewers, Rob Peterson says, I met coach on a recruiting trip to Rocky mountain college in Billings, Montana. He was the head coach was a fantastic wow. guy and a charismatic recruiter. All the best, Jeff. That's from Rob Peterson. Someone had mentioned about heckling you before the 95 North final. It, I guess it was in Calgary. Somebody remembers that. So you, yeah, folks, you're listening to a true CFL. A treasure right here. Unfortunately, we only have time for one last question, like a minute, Jeff, and that is I want people to say how they can get involved with coffee with a coach for you and watch your stuff at uh, Sky Sports NFL because you answer viewers' questions all the time. Yeah, we, we, you know, Rob, we're trying to have an interactive show where fans can get on the get on with us uh, every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock London time. Uh, and, um, you know, it's an open forum show, and we talk about football. We talk about all the games that are going on, what's happening with the coaching changes, all of that stuff. And, you know, it, it's an opportunity for fans to get on, and we always say come up with your best take, your best rant, or your best question, and jump on because it's your show, not our show. So if you go to Twitter, you can get it on Twitter. You can get it on Periscope and uh, every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock London time. So I, I don't know what that is, Saskatchewan time. It is like nine hours ahead, but Clark tells me it's two o'clock here, Saskatchewan time, which is central. But follow Jeff Reinbold on Twitter, Instagram, and you'll find it very easily. Coach, I appreciate you for uh, all that you are. Thanks for the uh, patience today, and enjoy the game Sunday. You bet, Rod. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Coach Jeff Reinbold joining us from uh, London, England. Frenzy, you got a roll? Yep. Okay. It's been great. Next segment, we've got Business of the Week and Viewer Takeover. Hang on. You're watching the RP Show, Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus Television, live daily on YouTube, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, welcome back for overtime, everybody. Long way to go. Short time to get there, like Jerry Reed said. Let's do the business of the week first, guys, from MySask411, the Saskatchewan business of the week, because we connect people to businesses and businesses to people here in this wonderful province. The business of the week is the Mortgage Associates. They've been operated by owner Shauna McDonald since 2012. The Mortgage Associates is a collection of professional and passionate mortgage brokers. They are a Saskatoon-based company that can find you the right mortgage product at the best rate the Mortgage Associates are located in Saskatoon at 211 Idlewild Drive North. Thank you to our good friend Ken Lega for forwarding that. And it is the MySask Business of the Week. Download the MySask 411 app. It is a phone book in your hand. It's on my main screen of favorites. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech, another Saskatoon company. And on the topic of football, who doesn't want to talk about the National Football League? The NFC and AFC Conference Championships go Sunday in a doubleheader for our friends at Come On Canada. Want to wager some bets? Darren, what are you going with this weekend? Yeah, I'm not going out too far on a limb. But as I mentioned earlier, I've got Kansas City and Green Bay. We just found out within the last hour that Antonio Brown won't play 
for the Bucks in that game. He's dealing with a bit of a knee injury, so he's not going to play. The thing about Aaron Rod, the, the knock on the Packers was always their defense was too soft and not physical enough. Well, that hasn't been the case. They fixed that, and their offense is unstoppable. You can maybe hope to slow them down. So big task for Tom, but if he plays well, Bucks have a chance. You know I'm polling for Tampa, but I got to go with Green Bay now and uh, Kansas City. I think if Patrick Mahomes plays, they win. But I'm with Tory. Chad Henney's not beating the Bills. So if Mahomes doesn't finish, if you don't think he'll finish the game, feel free to take a flyer on the Bills, but I'm going with the Chiefs. Come on, Canada. Download the app. You can bet on all kinds of things. NHL, NBA, NFL, of course. Go to their website, comeon.com. They are our official betting partner. That includes the National Hockey League. How are you feeling about your Leafs tonight without Austin Matthews and Joe Thornton going up against Connor and Neon Leon? Not good. Not good. I mean, there's enough weapons on the ice, but I'm just, I want a game. Just show me a good game, okay? I agree. By the way, the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 draw is live now. This is very exciting. Anybody that has... Uh, any history with Saskatchewan knows how important the Kinsman Telemiracle is, raising funds to help various groups and individuals in this province. The jackpot's starting at $25,000, and the 50-50 is live now at telemiracle5050.ca. Raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan, will be part of Telemiracle 45, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. The tickets can be bought by anyone over the age of 19 that's physically in the province of Saskatchewan. The Winner will be announced at telemiracle.com live stream on February 27th, just before the start of Telemiracle 45 Telethon on CTV. Telemiracle5050.ca is the website. Something to do as soon as we go off the air today. What a week. I know. What a day. I know. Woo. Something about talking football. What is it about football that just... It's a little punchy. It's almost like you want to get in the into the octagon tomorrow night for the UFC, but... Uh... Yeah, it's, I don't know. The viewer, week's over. Viewer uh, Gregory, Gregory Lee wrote in and asked if I would be watching the uh, UFC fight with Conor McGregor tomorrow night. I will. We're going to be going to Baller's Rec Room. Hopefully my wife's watching. Now she knows what we're doing Saturday <laughs> night. I don't think I told her. We will have a reserve table for ourselves. Call Baller's Rec Room. Reserve one for yourself and catch the big Conor McGregor fight UFC. Thanks to John Frenzy, Tori Gurley, Jeff Reinbold, you, and most of all you. We'll see you Monday at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. I had this take! <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.